Thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget when you're shopping on Amazon to go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on the Amazon banner at the top of the page. It's free for you and it helps us out tremendously. Thanks a lot. Here's the show. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here on You know, Sarah, I know our studio is in uh, kind of an industrial area of it Portland. Sure is, it's it a sure very is. nice studio, but you know, it's surrounded by industrial things. And you expect to see a lot of different things uh, when you come come in here. There's, we've seen a lot of graffiti. We've seen chairs out on the side. I see a One, lot of abandoned like furniture and right, such. Yeah. A lot of that. One thing I never expected to see, though, was a black garbage bag ripped open full of hair. <laughs> of different hum- hair. Of human hair. <laughs> human hair from many different people spread out across the parking lot. And then on top of that, right next to it, about four cucumbers. This is uh, this is something, I when I woke up today... That was a strange occurrence. I didn't I have it in my mind. This is what I was going to go through. And I've got a lot of questions about it. And I think I might know how to profit from this. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever. And how have you listened? It is so fantastic that you do so, of course. We are live here out of Portland, Oregon on the Fun Employment Radio Network five days a week and then available via podcast immediately afterwards on the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you thank for Thank you for not us. saying cyberwebs. I've been changing it up a little uh, bit. I know. You're, yeah, you're I've been mixing it up real good. been mixing it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. A couple of orders of business before we get on with the show. One, just a reminder again, save the date of November 14th. That is when the Fun Employment Radio five-year anniversary party is going to be. We'll have more details coming up, but save the date, November 14th. If you're coming from out of town, start making your... Uh, People are pointing out it's Fast Talk Greg Day. Uh, Greg's is, had a little bit of coffee. How much coffee have you had? How much coffee is there to have? I don't know because I haven't had any of the coffee in there, and I you saw haven't? the yeah, and I saw the pot, and it's almost you haven't gone. had any of the coffee that w- that I made in the other room. No, I brought myself a delicious iced coffee with two equals and some half and half in it. Okay, well, the other thing I was going to say is we also had Sean Jordan in here earlier. Sean also didn't have any coffee; he brought his and own coffee. Sean, we're going to play our interview with Sean here in a little bit. Yeah, he didn't drink. I've drank all that coffee. Wow, that's a lot of coffee that I've had. Well, we're going to plug on through because I got a full another cup here, Sarah. Oh my to get god, get on through the Put day. Put down the coffee, so, Greg. Uh, we will be playing our interview with Sean Jordan coming up in a little bit. He's going to be talking about his show that's happening on Friday right here in Portland, Oregon. You sound like some cheesy radio guy right now. You're like, and Wait. then we're going to do that. And then we're going to Like you're doing the, the radio puking voice. Like, I am? Yeah. And no, Sean is going to have a show coming up on Friday. Oh, Ladies and yeah. gentlemen, Sean Jordan appearing on the show the, coming up. Funny man Sean Jordan going to be here. Uh, don't, don't say funny. Talking man. about his show uh, coming up on a Friday. A real yuck fest full of laughs. We're going to have that. We're going to discuss that. All right, I'll stop that. Now. Yes, you got to stop that. Deep All right, breath. but let's get okay. back to the to the bag of hair. So when <laughs> I, I showed up at the studio, I, I don't know, earlier today and uh, before anybody else, and when I when I was walking by, you know, we have a parking lot because there are other there are other businesses in our building, and there's a big dumpster for that. And next to the dumpster, lying ripped open, and there's a visual image, there's a picture of this you can see at funemploymentradio.com. So just go there, find this episode, uh, 1173, I think is what it's going to be, and you will see the picture of this. Yes. But it's a ripped open bag full of different kinds of... Of human hair. Human long hair. human hair. It is. Long pieces of human hair, almost in the shape of like scalps that are placed it is in there. not in the shape of scalps. Well, but they're is, all clumped together. They are clumped together. It doesn't look like somebody just kind of swept. All right, let me say this. Like when you when you see a hairstylist in there like sweeping up the hair and everything, it was not like uh, a big bundle of 
like it wasn't a big pile of hair that like a hairstylist would have thrown into a bag. These were separate bundles of hair. It looks like it's a big bag of props from Last of the Mohicans that's spread out over the <laughs> over the parking lot. That's what it kind of looks like. And the thing is, so the in this building Somebody's saying there's condom wrappers in the in the bag. Is that possible? Because I posted this picture. I don't know. Someone in the said, live chat. I saw someone post that earlier. The, the Maybe one that we you should posted. investigate that. Yeah, yeah, and, and take a look if there are in fact condom wrappers in there. Um, and uh, and because of that, you know, you don't know what what exactly is in this thing. And my my questions though associated with it are these okay. one. This was clearly in the dumpster at some point. Why it was in the dumpster full of hair, where the hair came from, we don't even know. My main question is, though, who is going to pull that out of the dumpster? It was who clearly taken a out. a bag of hair? Taken out, ripped open, and someone went through the bag of hair looking for possible treasures. What are the treasures they could possibly find in this bag? Well, are you asking what treasures are in hair bags? What could possibly be in the, in the hair bags? What possible treasures could possibly be in there? I don't know, because maybe someone's had like success at a hair bag before. Uh, you, you think? Well, I mean, why else would they pull out an entire bag? Of, well, do we know for a fact that it was pulled out or was it just left out there? Or was it not somebody from the building? So who is, where is it coming from? I don't That's know. That's another good question. Well, because we used to have locks on our dumpers, our dumpers, our dumpsters. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We used to have locks on the dumpsters, but on now- On dumpers. Uh, on the dumpers, but, uh, but they haven't had locks for probably about a year. So a lot of people in the neighborhood have noticed that they can just throw away their shit. Right in the dumpsters because right. You know, well, I mean paying that attention. happens. That happens everywhere though with dumpsters. Mm. I mean everybody kind of does that. But the thing is, what are they? Wh- where did it come from? And why do they have the bags? And what does that mean? I don't know. I'm trying to post the picture of it, and I can't I, get it to post. I, I'll have the picture for okay. you. Okay, I'll post that picture. All right. I don't. I. I don't know. I don't know why they've all been sectioned off and why there are. But even more so with the big clumps of hair and like all like how they're all kind of t- together with their own si- same kinds of hair. I am questioning why there are four zucchinis right next to the bag of hair as well. Well, that's another part of the mystery. Mm-hmm. That's another part of the mystery. But here's the thing, though, where I'm seeing possible opportunity. Now these are big chunks of hair. Obviously, somebody somebody had a terrible night, or multiple people had terrible nights. If I'm to assume this was taken off of someone forcibly, which is what I'm going to assume. You're just going to assume that like someone went on a head shaving rampage. Yeah. Oh yeah. On a rampage, and all of a sudden, just put it all in a big bag. Yeah. I wonder if we should be reporting this, or oh, if we're getting awful. like the inside. I don't inside want someone scoop. to shave my head. I mean, it doesn't. I don't see. Uh, it looks like it was just shaved. So I'm assuming the people are still intact that the hair was taken. That's from. what I'm concerned about. Is because there are a lot of uh, you know, like if it was people getting their hair cut there are all different lengths of hair like there would be like you know bangs being trimmed and like you know getting your split ends trimmed off but this is just significant chunks of long pieces of hair it's a whole bunch of people that had their heads shaved but yet the hair is stuck together now are these weaves is that what a weave is uh i don't know if they're weaves but they were human hair okay it is human it was it was human hair all right so this is human hair that we're witnessing okay so we we don't know where it came from but let me ask you this. Okay. Now, you know about these things. You're a lady who goes to beauty. To, you get your hair cut and all that stuff. I do. I don't know. Whatever whatever ladies do. Um, you get your hair cut, too. The same person that cuts my hair cuts your hair. <laughs> yes. But here's here's my question for this. So, um, with that, isn't long hair valuable for things? Can't you... Can't, isn't it... Am I right or am I wrong that you can sell hair for you, a profit you can but i don't think you can sell chunks of hair like you know because people will pay it like when they get a weave or anything or like get extensions uh they uh, human hair is the the highest quality of hair instead of synthetic hair but i think it also has to be a longer 
you know, like longer to be able to attach more. Okay. And also you probably have to know where it's coming from. Okay. Also probably shouldn't have been in a garbage bag in a parking lot. Yeah. I'm I'm not thinking. I know like if you're donating hair, like to like locks of love or anything for like, you know, people to make wigs out of for like uh, cancer survivors or right. people who are going through cancer to have wigs made out of. I know that um, that it has to be like a specific length and it can't be colored. But this is a lot of like color damaged hair. Okay. I'm looking at that. Okay. So I don't know if you could sell it or not. Okay. So you're saying I should try to sell it. I should put up a. I'm saying that you absolutely should not try to sell it. I should put it up there and just say, "Hey, you know, looking for hair." I mean, people would have different things like needs for these. Yeah, somebody could make a wig out of it. See, they can make wigs out of these things. They can. Uh, there's all kinds of things. You can just like put it in and boil it or something like that. You can't boil human. Can you hair. boil the hair? Wouldn't that boil no, off any of the bad stuff? No, because it still has all the DNA of the people that have it. Like, who knows whose DNA is inside of that human hair? Okay. But also, you keep focusing on the hair. I want to know more about why you think there are four zucchinis next to the peg. Um, well, that's, that's, it's either coincidence or it's not. I'm not really sure. I'm not really they sure like, what that is. That's has the only other thing that was there next to the hair is the four zucchinis. Right. Well, maybe somebody, okay, we've got to piece this together. This is a case for the country PI. I will tell you that. As I've said many times before, I do fashion myself to be a uh, country private investigator. And I do, uh, you know, I, I, I do think that I can. Um, uh, you know, come up with these different things. I can come up with solutions because of my country eyes here in the city. So there was a bag of hair. There was somebody who is perhaps like an underground uh, ring of uh, hair enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. This is one theory. This is a working theory. This is a working theory I'm coming up with. So there was a theory. There's a, there, here's one of the theories I'm working on. There's a secret club in Portland, somewhere in this industrial a area. A hair club? A hair club, but it's a club where people go is to get like, their heads shaved. So it isn't like the hair club for men, it's like the opposite of that? They go to get their heads shaved because, uh, you know, it's like their little fetish thing. And But the problem is, once you open a club up, up like that, you got to get rid of the evidence. Because people don't want to have to walk in and then they'll see the hair because during the daytime, it's probably some kind of a normal place. It could be even a coffee shop around here. And, they, and then at night, they put up things along the window so they black it out mm-hmm. and then you go in there and it's you know it's like uh, like large people uh, I don't know people naked people shaving your head and that's what the why whole do fetish you always is. go to naked and, people no that's what I'm assuming happens in these fetish clubs and then now it's a fetish club well yeah it's a fetish for having your head shaved and then the thing is at the end of the day they have to get rid of the evidence and so they bag it up and they throw it over into this dumpster near here and they thought it was destroyed and it would be blamed on somebody in this parking lot now last night a gentleman's walking along he's having himself a snack He'd gone to the to the farmer's market or something like that, got himself some zucchinis, uh, stopped off um, to People look People are saying the that dumpster. they're cucumbers and not zucchinis. Isn't that basically the same thing? Uh, no, they're different, but cucumbers. They could, they, could, they could be. I don't know. They look like zucchinis to me, but yeah. maybe they're cucumbers. I don't uh, – we'll, we'll go with cucumbers. All right, cucumbers. So, so four cucumbers so, and a bag of hair. So somebody was having their dinner. You know, having some cucumbers, and they stumble across the scene of the crime. Now, as they're standing there walking with their cucumbers, the person destroying the evidence from the secret haircutting club happens to be at the dumpster at the same time, and he's trying to throw it in. He's frantic. It rips. He panics, and it rips there. And the guy with the cucumbers sees the mass of hair compiling out, and he's like, oh, my God, what's ha- what are you doing? What's happening? And then at that point, the guy from the secret club has to, has to destroy the – he has a witness on his hands – and so we, they grab the guy walking home with oh his cucumbers. Oh, my God. And they throw him into a van, and that's who we need to find, uh, the person I, who had the cucumbers. That's more, one theory. Another theory, a more succinct one, I would say, is Jez saying, I think it was a band of cucumber thieves, and they shaved their heads afterwards so they wouldn't be identified. 
Uh, like when Britney Spears did theory. that when she thought that she was going to be drug tested, so she went crazy and shaved all of her hair mm-hmm. off. Because she thought that you could, you know, that they were going to be able to tell about the drugs. No, the I'll hair. tell you why that theory is completely wrong and actually just not a very intelligent theory. Cucumber thieves wouldn't leave the cucumbers there. They're cucumber thieves. That was These probably just like fiend for cucumbers. They were probably those. Okay, I don't think that they were cucumber thieves for four cucumbers. I think that they probably had hundreds of cucumbers that they were carrying, and in a scuffle, they they, they got lost. In a scuffle. No, they might have fight. Maybe someone tripped because they finished shaving their heads, and then someone was coming, and so they're like, "Oh God, we gotta get out of here!" And in their running away, a couple, like four of the cucumbers fell out of their arms, and they ran away. Um, I don't know. I don't. I just don't think an actual cucumber thief would leave that kind of would leave cucumbers around. I think clearly it was somebody who was kidnapped who was just walking home with their cucumbers. I, I, there's two different theories that we can go with. Those are obviously the most likely. Um, I will say that probably these are one of the two things that happened. And I don't think that we should report it to the authorities because I think that this could be my big uh, case where I break it through. I'm going to find the missing cucumber man. Where did the cucumber man go? That is the weirdest thing you've ever said. What is wrong? First of all, you've got to hand over your coffee. You are not allowed to have any more coffee. Well, what are you talking about? People are questioning whether or not you're on hardcore drugs right now. (laughs) Oh, no. I saw who's questioning that. And that's no. Um no, no, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking these, these are these are possible theories. This uh, is suggesting I'm workshopping could it, them. Could it be aliens? No, I don't think it's aliens. I don't. I don't believe so. They would. Uh, they would keep the hair for studies. Um, it was suggested that maybe you could take the hair and make your own Sasquatch costume. That is entirely possible. Mm-hmm. That's entirely possible. Keelan is saying a thousand years from now, this will be a new religion, where uh, yeah, it'll be be worshipped about the the hair people. Mm-hmm. Um. No, I don't believe Sasquatch would be involved. I don't believe that uh, it was Cucumber Thieves, although that is something to take seriously in this neighborhood. We do have gangs in this neighborhood where we are. There's a gang called the Bats, mm-hmm. B-A-T-Z, and There's they've been tagging Ig-Pain. things. There's Igpain. That is another gang, and they're, they're rival gangs. Okay, here's another theory with the gangs. Perhaps it was an initiation where they had to shave their heads and then they were supposed to... I'm sorry, I'm looking at this. This is not gang member hair. This looks like a lot of lady hair. Well, I mean, there are lady gangs too, Sarah. But I don't see a lot of gangsters having like long the tufts modern- of colored <laughs> hair. <laughs> the modern gangs have to, you know, evolve. They're, they're inviting more members. And so perhaps it's a lady gang that's in the neighborhood. There's a, there's a lady gang that's coming into the turf and that's their initiation is they have to shave their heads. Ooh, that's a that's a good theory. You know right what? There. I think you should just pick up all the hair and shove it into a bag and try and s- sell it on Craigslist <laughs> just to see I'll if it works. I'll put it into a clear bag and be like, hey, bag of hair. It's mm-hmm. human. I won't say where I got it. Origin unknown. Found Ew. by dumpster. And then try to sell it. Let's see. Let's take a look. At, I'll, I'll take a look here and see if human hair is, is for sale, if you can buy that. Can I buy human hair? Oh, yeah. Yep. You can sell yes, this stuff. I, t- I told you that you can, yeah. but you have to know where it comes from. You can't just, <laughs> you can't sell garbage bags full of human hair. Surely there's an underground market for this. There's got to be a market for people who need hair for whatever they're doing for their, for their um, devices, for their own purposes. And I bet I can get it to them. Well, then good luck touching that strange human hair because I'm not doing that. You're also going to make a salad out of the cucumbers out there? No, I'm not going to eat the cucumbers. No, that's ridiculous. I'll pick up the human hair and sell it, but I'm not going to eat floor cucumbers. Just bags of human hair. Yes. All right. That's what we're going for. Okay. All right. We've got... Uh, that, these are these are some of the theories. If you have theories, of course, send those in to funemploymentradio@gmail.com. Um, all right. We need to get on to a couple other things, though. So we have... 
our interview with Sean Jordan mm-hmm. that we're going to be playing here in just a minute. But also, Sarah is going to be doing a very special segment today. Which I'm kind of Would you like to explain exactly what your segment is? I would. So I want to let anybody know. Nobody cares about this show anymore. I know this now. But, of course, this week was the last. It was the series. Nobody cares about True Blood. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I I was leading up to. And this was the last series. This was last season and season finale of the show True Blood. Now, that's the show that I know that uh, most people stopped watching. Uh, I am a completist. And I wanted to watch it all the way through the entire thing. So I know that some people, you know, they might have watched it, you know, when it was actually semi-decent. I mean, it hasn't been for a few years now. But uh, I did want to, like, give a slight, like, just a really short recap of how the series ended. Okay. For anyone who might want to know. Okay, so you you might be mildly curious as to, you know, how it ended. Right. So I I thought that maybe I'd give an... this is going to be a spoiler. It'll be a spoiler, but I want to give an... uh, I'll be at ever so brief... Recap of the final episode of True Blood. Okay, does it involve reenactments? No. Well, no. maybe. I mean, it might involve some like uh, some accents. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm not going to. I mean, I, would you like me to murder you? Like one of them was. Oh, there's a little spoiler right there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's going to be coming up here in just a little bit. Why don't we? Uh, why don't we go ahead and play our interview with Sean mm-hmm. first? And so Sean, of course, part of uh, Funny Over Everything, and this Friday they're going to have the two hosts of the Crab Feast podcast in town. And I actually saw. So it's Ryan Stickler and Jay Larson. Mm-hmm. I saw Jay Larson at Bridgetown Comedy Festival um, this last this last one, and he is fucking hilarious. And so both of them have done a whole bunch of things. It uh, looks like Jay has a show on the Esquire Network with Sean Patton called Best Bars in America. Oh, cool. Ryan Sickler's been on Comedy Central and Pete Holmes Show and Late Late Show. And they're going to be there on Friday and as part of this show, along with Zach Descani and, of course, Sean Jordan, our buddy, who is here in studio with us. And so we'll start this. We'll, we'll play this interview. I'll say this. We lead into it on the uh, in the interview. Sean and I were both talking about the fact that we know nothing about cars. Well, you guys are like the least manly men. Right, because he grew up in South Dakota, and I grew up in rural Oregon. There's a lot of people that are all into cars, you know, and then yeah, we both kind of seem a little bit like pussies. Uh, but the, here in Portland, we're kind of men here in Portland. We're, we're, we're kind of the manly men in Portland. Sure. We're not wearing skinny jeans Is, and stuff. If that's what you'd like to think. Yeah, no, we're manly men here. Okay. So it kind of works out for us. But anyway, let's go ahead and do that. Let's play our interview with Sean, and then we'll be back in just a minute with Sarah's True Blood recap. All right. All right. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hey everybody, this is Christopher Titus. You are listening to FunEmploymentRadio.com with Nibbler and Dylan. Keep listening. They have nice blankets. We still need to cut that yeah, out I at some to cut point. cut that part out. Yes. But, see, this is what I'm talking about, though. Titus, Titus does seem like the kind of guy that would know about cars. Well, he seems like a manly man. Well, yeah, but I mean, Sean As and I are As opposed to maybe uh, two of the people that are in here right We're, now. We can pass right. visually. <laughs> For Portland, we are manly. We're pretty manly for Portland. I got, I would my say. hair is in my eyes sometimes. Oh. I don't, sometimes yeah. I don't care about it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Is, is that well, a manly trait? I think so. But you guys both have like man. floppy hair in your eyes. Yeah. But then yeah. we were just saying that you guys weren't real men. So well, maybe that's a common trait for. I don't think we were saying that. It's just understood. Society's saying. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. Who's society? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you trying to oppress us, Sarah? Yes, I'm a, I'm a lady oppressor. <laughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> you have it so rough. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Jordan on the show. Hello, hey, guys. Well, hi. hi, Sean Thanks Jordan. For me again. Hi. Yeah, of course. We always love having you here. <laughs> have you been? You've been pretty busy. I have. I was on the road for a little while 
in Minneapolis, and then I did a show in Sioux Falls with Todd Berry. It was fun. Oh, yeah. I saw oh, your post awesome. about that. How was, how was working with Todd? It was good. It was super yeah. good. I trying to get stand-up going in Sioux Falls again. Nice. It just sucks, man. There's no market for it. Really? And I that's where you're from, right? That's where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. South Dakota, well, North Dakota is booming, right? Is South Dakota too? or North Dakota is booming with like the oil. Yeah, yes. all the oil no. stuff. South the shit's no. going on in South Dakota. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> Nothing's happening. This reminded me, though, because my hair's long. I walked into the theater, a theater where we're doing the show, and the girl, like an older lady, she's probably like 60, working the door, and she goes, well, you just look like hell. And this is right before the show, too. And I was like, fucking whatever I did last night, let's just leave it at last night. And I I look like this. Like, yeah, sometimes I look a little disheveled from time to time. You don't look disheveled. You look part of my look. Yeah, you look like a maintained disheveledness almost. (laughs) Well, that is a terrible thing to say to someone after you're getting ready to do a show. Yeah, it was nuts. So it's like stuck in your head while you're going up on there. Yeah, and I'm like, well, man, I I guess I look more like shit than usual. <laughs> people will do that. I don't have like the, I I don't know where it comes from. People will people say that to me quite a bit. Like, whoa, you must have you must have got crazy last night. Like, no, I read the Bible all night last night. Yeah, <laughs> calm the fuck down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've had that happen before too. When we were helping our friends move, uh, Scott and Lily, the, the, Scott Daly's on this show mm-hmm. on uh, on this network. He they were moving, and for for whatever reason, I'd had a couple of beers the night before, but I hadn't gone too crazy. Maybe I didn't get enough sleep. But every single person at the moving <laughs> thing came up to me separately and was like, "Are you doing all right?" Yeah, you okay? Oh, I hate that. Like, like, are you are you feeling okay? You look like, like garbage. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm <laughs> tired. I didn't shower. We're moving, and uh, yeah, no, I can t- definitely understand. Yeah, if this box gets from A to B, it doesn't matter right. about how I'm feeling. Yeah, why does it matter how I look right now? I'm saying I'm, I'm moving things, and this is in your hometown too, right? So you're like getting ready to see like people you haven't seen in a while, and you're like with Todd <laughs> Berry, which is totally impressive, and yeah. this woman's totally popping your balloon. It was funny. He, it's like we were sitting in the, like the green room and. I had it's my hometown so I had a few people that came out just cuz they're friend, like they're just coming out. It has yeah. nothing to do with any sort of draw or anything. It's just my friends will come see me. Sure. And uh so I thought I was going to do like I told them I was doing like 20 25 and then I get in the green room and goes, "Hey, can you do about 7?" <laughs> like <laughs> oh. Like, "Yeah, I can." I I just felt I felt kind of bad for anybody that might have came out cuz afterwards they're like, "Hey, that didn't get to see any more." He's like, "Yeah, but Todd, I mean Todd's amazing. He killed it." But I was just like, "Yeah, why did he did he all of a sudden come up with more material that he wanted to do? So he was doing like an hour, hour and five and just didn't want it to get I get it, didn't want him to get tired okay. after, you know, an hour or forty five minutes of me and the other dude. Yeah. Could be. I, I understand. Know. Yeah. Seven minutes of Sean Jordan just doesn't seem maybe like he, it's enough. Maybe he just saw that I look like total shit and didn't want me in front of He's like, gross. <laughs> and it all compounds. <laughs> Thank you for the compliment, by the way. I don't want you to think that went unheard. Okay, no problem. no problem. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> and you just did uh, competitive erotic fan fiction, didn't you? Yeah. I, was, th- I love it. Go? I love it. I always have so much fun, but I just suck so bad at reading out oh. loud. Well, you guys was, have been to a couple, haven't you? We yeah. have. Yeah. So what was your topic? I did. I was really stoked on it. I did the former lovers of Carmen Electra, and it was like a support. <laughs> nice, group. like Dave Navarro, Fred Durst, Prince, um, Rodman, t- Tommy Lee, Dennis Rodman, Be Real, and I was all pumped. Wow, up, but I, I wrote it. I didn't realize Be there Real was a in lot, there too. Uh, she's had there a lot was, of people yeah. inside of her. Ah, uh, fucking um, Joan Jett was a, rumored to be one of them. Wow, one of her many huh. lovers. Yeah, I wikied it. There's like just a <laughs> pay- and Fred Durst wasn't even on there and I know that he was one because that was the one I was so pissed about like god damn it Fred Durst <laughs> Fred yeah Durst. seriously <laughs> but, yeah. that's like Greg whenever he talks about the dude from the killing and dating Olivia Munn he's like that guy that- the, the, wait the dude from the killing you saw him he kind of looks like a drowned rat a little bit 
He's, he's not the most attractive guy, but he's because uh, I showed you a picture of him. And I'm like, uh, that's Olivia Munn's boyfriend. You're like, no, I thought she's doing Aaron Rodgers though. Nope. Oh, I switched wrong. it up. I'd oh. still be upset. Well, that's annoying. I don't know why I'd be upset. The yeah. Good on them. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. what a, like I'm going to go get Olivia right. Munn after. Yeah, this. I had a shot. <laughs> we're going to go outside and have an oil changing contest to see who gets Olivia Munn. <laughs> exactly. To prove that we're men. Now, Sean, I must ask yeah. this because we were talking about this before. Are you saying that you? Don't know how to jumpstart a car. I don't. I so I do, but I would. I wanted to say this. I would. I would YouTube it. I guarantee because I've seen people put the shit on the wrong side of the battery and the sparks go out. And I'm it's, like, oh god. So, Sean and I were talking before the show because you know everybody on, who listens to this show regularly knows I know nothing about cars. I I just don't. You I know if it, like though. I'm glad that you don't pretend if, to. If like, something like goes wrong on a car, then I've kind of figured out mainly the battery. That's about what I figured out. Sean, Sean is. Tires. I got tires. tires. Sean has tires. That's it. See, I'm not too good at the tires. It's pretty cut and dry. Maybe it's from skateboarding my whole life, but it's like changing oh, yeah. a skateboard wheel. Yeah, yeah just, my dad yeah. made me learn how to change a tire. He made me do it like two or three times before he let me drive. Jacking mm-hmm. up a car is scary. Mm-hmm. Like, right? You hear yeah. it crack and shit, and you're like, well, I'm not getting under that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's, that. <laughs> I'd say that's just how, you know, yeah. that's why I want to die. Yeah. Sean, I do want to give you a secret when it comes to jumping a car, though. It's like there's two colors. There's a red okay. and a black, and you just put the red clippy thing on the on the red thing, <laughs> and this then is the Sarah's card. See, Sarah's well, if he's looking up on YouTube, this will make sense to him. And then and then the black clippy thing on the black thing, and then do the same thing on the <laughs> other car, and then you start the engine, and then they try to start their engine, and then once the engine's running, you unclip the clippy things and then put them away. Guarantee I'd YouTube it still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I I was gonna tell you, reminded me of this. So I don't know if I told you guys last time I was. It'll on, be a video of Sarah saying, "Take the black clippy thing and the other." That's black what I'm putting it up now. Yeah. So when you're desperately God, looking how to charge it. I'd be like, yeah, I know. That. Let's check out my friend Sarah. I know her. <laughs> um, I don't know if I told you this last time, but when I, my girlfriend wanted me to cook dinner for her, did I tell you guys that? And mm-hmm. I, I don't think so. I can make tacos. It's like the one thing I can make because they're so easy. You just got to brown the beef. Yeah. Right. But it had been so long that I YouTubed how to brown beef. <laughs> I looked Sean. it up just to make sure that I still knew what I was doing. It was so I was sitting in Subway on Woodstock, eating a flatbread, spicy Italian, watching a YouTube video on how to brown beef, <laughs> and then I made her dinner the next night. <laughs> Is it just the heat? I mean, is there is there a method to I it? I just didn't want to fuck it up because I was talking. I was like, I got tacos, girl. I can make tacos. Oh, so That's this is like the big like proving tour that you could at least make one thing. Because every guy should be able to make one thing. That's what she said. I disagree. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. I can go buy it. Or I can make omelets, too. I make killer omelets. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I can never get the flipping the eggs right. It's the key. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm not good at making omelets. Then I make you omelet. Like just YouTube and how to make omelets real quick. <laughs> Maybe what's I'm your, gonna do what's your recent YouTube searches? Oil change, tire change. Yeah, browning beef, flipping omelets. Omelet. I guess we don't have to know anything really. <laughs> yeah, you it's can true. YouTube whatever it is. Age you of technology. My, my friend Tori changed his spark plug, and he just YouTubed how to do it. And yeah. he said it took him like a day, but he saved all the labor. Whatever. Yeah, he had the day off. That feeling of accomplishment, I would love. Right. That, like, yeah, I changed my fuck. Probably just go, like, fight somebody right next to right. my car. Yeah, okay. well, you should. <laughs> I did change yeah. my own oil once. A friend taught me how to do it, and, and it was a very, it was a very wonderful Messy. feeling when I was done. Yeah, but I mean, being able to do that, like, I didn't have to go to Jiffy Lube or mm-hmm. anything like that, and be able to do it myself in a driveway. Yeah. It was pretty incredible. Wow. That's my story. It's pretty good. Isn't it good? What a gearhead. Yeah. I feel really, I know. Show off I, or something so, or? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys changed your own oil. Exactly. <laughs> no. I I know that you unscrew the pan or whatever you unscrew it on the bottom and, and then, then you it has to let it all come out. Yeah, yeah. Into that would just thingy. go in. Yeah, that's yeah. all over me. I'm sure. I'm, I, I'm not gonna lie. I have an oil leak and I put it out there. I know that because I smelled it, and so I I put that out to the to the listeners and, and somebody's gonna help me out with that this week. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. So he's cool. like, Ed, uh, yeah, dude, don't do don't that. Do- uh, I'll help you out. So oh, wow. so uh, it's uh, Andy. So thank you. 
We were doing a show. I was doing a show with Christine Levine one time, and she, before I went up, she goes, hey, hon, I locked my keys in my car, so if you could just ask anyone if they have AAA. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And then somebody did in the crowd. I was like, hey, before I start, anybody got AAA? Your headliner locked the keys in her car, and she needs them out. And then <laughs> got them out. I got, I got physical therapy from doing that. I just was on a podcast. Yeah. I broke my leg, and this dude's like, hey, just come in for therapy. I'll give you free physical therapy. It's just cool. Oh, nice. that's awesome. Yeah. Sometimes just got to ask for it. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Right on. I would if I had any good skills. I'd love to like dole them out to people as favorites. Um, you could make them tacos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or make, now. Or make <laughs> them laugh. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Oh, look at that segue, yeah. Greg. That was yeah. so terrible. It is. Yeah, it was, that was no, perfect. It was, oh, it was yeah. great. No, it worked. You could make them laugh like at Crab Feast this weekend. That combines dinner and laughs. No, it's not the same thing, but... Yeah, it worked. I was going to spin sure. that into something, to you, man. but then it was so silent afterwards, I felt really bad after I said mm-hmm. that. Crab Feast. Yeah, yeah, so tell us what, about what Crab Feast is. Well, it's a podcast that Jay Larson and Ryan Sickler do, and they're doing a stand-up tour uh, right now, really just going to Portland and Seattle, but they they don't they haven't really gone out too much up here. Like, mm-hmm. they've done Bridgetown a couple times, mm-hmm. and they're so, they're so dope. I remember last time they were at Bridgetown, I knew a lot of people who were really excited to go check out that mm-hmm. show. Well, we did it for Ian and Nathan's, like, record release thing. Jay was on the show. That's right. And, uh, yeah, they're just, I don't know, they're super cool, and I'm just very excited to have them come through town. And there are two of them. Normally, I'd just be thrilled to have one of them. And yeah. they're both mm-hmm. going to be on the same show. It's going to be super rad on Friday night at the Hollywood. So that's Friday. And so are they going to be uh, recording their podcast or are they doing stand-up? Doing stand-up. So I'm going to be stand-up. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be on the show. Zach Toscani, who I'm, has he ever been on? He's Here? never been Zach, on. No, we've we tried did, to coordinate that. and it. Yeah, we did the happened. show with him. Um, ah, what was the name of that show? Where we, it was like the game show where you had to try. Oh, to we did Nick Gones thing. Nick yeah, Gones yeah, Nick, yeah, yeah, Nick Gones show. We did mm-hmm. that with him. But no, we've never had him on actually. We what should do coward. that at some point. What a baby. I know. Yeah. yeah, he'll be on it. And then Sickler and Larson. And uh, the Crab Feast is a good – it's a podcast where they just kind of just tell stories, which is so fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a cool theme to have because they're both just great, very personable. Yeah. And that shines through in their stand-up like crazy. And, yeah, it's just – I'm, like, thrilled to have them here. No, when they're performing, are they on stage performing together? Or are they mm-hmm. doing it separately? They'll be doing it separately. I mean, okay. as far as I know, they might – do I mean they might hop up and just do like a live mini couple stories mm-hmm. I mean, for the crowd at the end of the show? I would imagine maybe something like that will yeah. happen. So uh, Jay Larson was here for Bridgetown, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I actually saw his. Okay, I saw Jay do stand up on his own mm-hmm. at one point during Bridgetown. He was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it, it was awesome. He's phenomenal. Yeah, I think he was at the Eagles Lodge. Like, yeah, like it, which was which was even funnier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, yeah, some of my favorite shows awesome. I've seen at Bridgetown have been at the Eagles Lodge. Right, I have never done never done a show there. Yeah, I just remember, and this is that textbook story. But I don't know if you guys know David Gabori, but you know Nathan Brandon. They're, mm. they're just yes. they're the only thing that looks similar about them is that they're both black. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they look they could not look more. It's like me and like Ron Howard. Yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> mixing up myself and Ron Howard and this door guy, that old dude. That grizzly old, oh, like, the grumpy one that would gravel like, mouth motherfucker. Oh yeah. god, yeah. He, yeah, he comes in, and I was so David was in there, and then I guess later I came in with Nathan, and the guy's like, "Yeah, what are you doing back here?" Like trying to fuck with him. And Nathan's like, "I've had this the first time I've been here ever in my entire life." And the guy's like, "It's not what your mom said. Just being a total <laughs> what? dick." What and we're like, Holy, and through the like, it's just people talking we figured out that he mixed up david and nathan which is <laughs> bananas to me well that during that same bridgetown nathan got confused for With w Kamau bell yeah which also did you guys see that shit where um 
the reporter mixed up Sam Jackson and Lawrence Fishburne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was, was such a bummer. It was so awkward. <laughs> I felt so bad for the guy. Like, come on, man. You, yeah. How? How? Like, how do you do it? I, How did I don't you get know. to this point in your life and like not be prepared to do something? Because that's a big Especially interview. Especially if that's your job. Yeah. I know. You, the bullet points, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, yeah. But anyway. So Crab Feast is this Friday. Mm-hmm. And this is at the Hollywood Theater. The Hollywood Theater. Doors you, at 9. Doors at 9. You can get tickets at hollywoodtheater.org. Yeah. And there, I think uh, through the, whatever their link on iTunes or somewhere, you can get tickets through the Crab Feast website too. Oh, cool. But... Excuse me, that was rude. Yeah, it was. <laughs> there's no way to cover it up and act like I didn't burp there. I was in the middle of a sentence and I got quiet. Had to address yeah. the fact that I burped a little bit. Yeah. I'll taken probably it out, bleep it. You- I'll bleep it so it sounds like you're doing something really bad. So like all of a sudden, you had like some no one will moment, know. Like fuck. Yeah. I have yeah. been. I've been on a weird sleep schedule for the last couple of days. I like I, today. I woke up at four forty-five, drove to the airport, and then I got home and I slept for like. Maybe three hours, but it was that sun's coming up sleep where you're like, right. well, my body's saying be awake because the mm. sun's coming up. So then I just, you know, I'm all I'm all spacey. And Sean's that's- a very good friend because he drove two of his friends to the airport at 445 in the morning. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. my <laughs> I didn't do that for my buddy a couple of weeks ago. Who the fuck wants yeah. to get up that early? Is my, like, yeah. go, when I They I want cheaper tickets that. probably if they're, like, super early in the yeah. morning. Yeah. I mean, but I like I I flew, when I flew back here, I flew out of uh, South Dakota at like six, so I went out and I didn't I didn't get drunk. I went mm-hmm. out, had a couple beers. At my, I went to an atmosphere show that night. I don't know if you guys give a shit or anybody gives a shit for that matter, but I got to meet Slug and I'm thrilled about it. He's the, <laughs> he's the main dude in Atmosphere and he's nice. been my hero for 20 years. I was backstage. I'm just on a completely different topic. Yeah, no, that's good. Backstage Go for it. at the show, and I've never been backstage for like a real actual touching the stage in back of the DJ like holy shit thousands of people in the crowd flipping out and nice. I was like oh my god and then he came off stage and I was just like a little little kid like hey can I have, can I take a picture you're my hero <laughs> for the last 20 years I've been in love with you and I, I love everything that you do and he could not have been cooler yeah I, I got a sweat on my hand and I was just like I was looking at it like he's fucking sweat on my hand dude <laughs> oh my god yeah it's, it was nuts I, lo- I love him I've never Comedians, I never get nervous around mm-hmm. ever because yeah. you know you just do it so much. I mean, you, certainly the admiration is there, but mm. it's not the starstruck. But like rappers and skateboarders, just I'll turn into that's a it. little baby. Yeah, huh. all the confidence goes flying out the window as soon as <laughs> I find out. Oh, like that's exciting. Yeah, it's fun to it's fun to feel that way. Oh yeah. But anyway, so I've stayed up all night that night, and then I went to the airport at like four or something. Just watched a movie. I'm a grown up. I can stay up all night. <laughs> you and can do it. Slept on the plane a little bit. That was fine. Yeah, Sean makes everything sound so easy. Yeah, that except, for change, mm-hmm. except right. for change in oil. Except for change in oil. YouTube was for mm-hmm. or, uh, or, or yeah, or jumping a car. Yep, minus those things. Yeah. But crab feast. <laughs> that is this. So it's Friday. Yeah, Friday at uh, doors at nine. Fifteen bones. Uh, Jay Larson, Ryan Sickler could not be more worth it. That awesome. is an awesome deal. All right. Well, yeah. Go go out and see some awesome comedy. Go see Sean. Sean is amazing. Mm-hmm. And that's all I have to say about well, that. Well, yeah. I think, I, I I think thought they were going to follow up something. Or no, I think I'm was... getting heat stroke, actually. <laughs> we were talking about this. Uh, just a really quick a side note. We believe there Sarah might no be going side. through. I'm not going through the change. Through, through the change? Mm-mm. You're not. She's getting older. No. What are you, Life. 27 now? 
Yeah, oh, you're not going right. through the <laughs> No, but I am. Okay, so I'm 33. You can't go through early menopause at 33. Well, I'm just saying if no. you're really cold here in a little bit. We'll I'm looking hot out. Yeah. I mean, it's like 90 it degrees. It is toasty. I know. He's making me seem like a giant like pussy about this. <laughs> it is hot in here. So there you go. I get nervous when girls say the word pussy. Now I'm looking out the window. Just yeah, so it is a little <laughs> uncomfortable. I'm not looking at either one of them. I'm looking out the window. Don't yeah. be such a pussy, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sean Jordan. Thank this Friday, guys. August 29th at the Hollywood Theater. Crab Feast podcast. Well, Crab Feast. Crab the Feast members of the Crab Feast sure. will be there. Mm-hmm. Yes. There we go. Get your tickets. All right. We'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full dot-com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to, well, not at the moment, uh, I'm Reese Darby. Uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. All right, Sean Jordan. I love him. He's just such a nice guy. He is awesome. And he's a big proponent of our show, and we are very grateful for that. Hell yeah. Um, all right. So this next this next thing that we're going to do. I'm sorry. I'm excited about what, what's happening here. Oh, God. I don't know because if some things can be recreated. Here's the oh, thing. shit. Um, I, uh, I was hanging out with a couple of friends yesterday where Sarah was actually there. This is a little behind the curtains. And this is kind of an unintentional segment that I think we need to do today. So yesterday... She was very excited about explaining the ending of True Blood. So after, (laughs) what is it, seven seasons? Seven seasons. And let me just tell you, from my personal opinion, because I have watched this last season, it is some of the worst television I have ever, ever seen. It is so bad. Like, ever. It is... It's so bad. I am struggling to find a show, honestly, worse than True Blood this season. It is so incredibly awful. Even if you were a fan of, like, the first couple of seasons... That they make those first couple of seasons look like cinematic genius. They that do. Was, that was essentially lost. Mm-hmm. Was the first couple of seasons of True Blood compared to where it is now? Mm-hmm. But Sarah's a trooper. She watched it all the way through to the end. Now you've seen every every season. I know you used to have like your True Blood parties. <laughs> I did used to have True Blood parties, but that was one in the in the golden years, which was uh, seasons one through three. Yes, I must say. As soon as as soon as is Sookie, that what True Blood fans call it? Soon, what do what do True Blood fans call themselves? They're Trubies. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. That's really what it is? They're Trubies, yeah. So you are a Truby. A True Blood was good until the second that Sookie motherfucking Stackhouse said the words, I'm a fucking fairy, and anyone who's watched that show knows exactly what I'm talking about. The second that she uttered, I'm a fucking, or I think she said, I'm a motherfucking fairy. As soon as she said those words, that was the downhill slide. That's where it was. Of True Blood. That was where it jumped as soon the shark. As they, that was where it jumped the shark. As soon as they introduced that Sookie was a fairy, really? then that was, I think that was the end of season three. You don't think it was when they introduced Panthers? No, Panthers. see, that was the that was the downward slide because uh, fairies came and then Panthers and then Shifters. Gotcha. And then Werewolf. Like, uh, just all, fairies kicked off everything ridiculous. Okay. Not that that show because wasn't already it ridiculous. Was completely normal and understandable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jez in the chat said, uh, Sarah's absolutely correct. I swear, the second she muttered the fairy thing, that was it. <laughs> but you know what? Because I am a completist... I indeed watched the entire thing, and thank you to Greg for uh, many times giving me his HBO Go show uh, like password, yes. so that I could watch it. Yes, and you did, and I did in fact go over to Greg's to watch the final episode. Yeah, with him. So uh, now True Blood is done. Now, if you have any interest in 
keeping this like you want you're waiting with bated breath really? to find out how the series ends. A, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't because be. it's True Blood, and really, if you're worried about a spoiler for True Blood, um, that's the that's that's really not not something you should be worrying about. But yes, if it is something you're worried about, because the season finale was this last Sunday, Sarah's going to give a recap. Of the series finale. Of the series finale. Series finale. I mean, there's no way I can do... Um, actually, now, Bean is pointing out that there are always shifters. Correct, Bean. I was wrong on that assessment. I'm very sorry about that. Yes, because <laughs> Sam Merlot has always been a shifter. Mm. I don't think we found out until the second season what he was. We always knew he was something a little special. But, ah. uh, but yeah, sh- so shifters did... Uh, did exist. So your uh, true then, knowledge was lacking right there. It's true. It's been a while since I've seen you know the other six seasons. Okay. And this uh, this last episode's pretty fresh in the mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so Sarah was giving giving a recap to her friend yesterday, a very animated recap of this of the uh, finale, and we thought it would be important for you guys to hear this, whether you're a True Blood fan or not, just to hear Sarah's a interpretation. Tr- but I think Truby, Greg, a, tr- a Truby, excuse me. Um, but I think we should put a limit on it. Now I was thinking I was going to put I don't out, even know how long I, I haven't written anything out. I'm going to I was going to give you a limit of 2 minutes. Okay, I, I haven't written anything out. I'm trying to remember exactly the sequence of the horrific ridiculousness that was the last episode, the series finale. Okay. Of the the critic it wasn't critically acclaimed. No. Of True Blood. It's never been critically acclaimed. I am just but impressed that out. they they made it left. You know what? HBO didn't even cancel it. Yeah. They they didn't even cancel it. The creators of True Blood actually made the decision to end it after seven episodes. That's that's kind of smart. I, it is, but I'm like... Or seven series. I or know, seasons. Seven series. Yeah, yeah, seven seasons. So, uh, like, I'm, I'm just like, so HBO, this must be doing something good for HBO. Oh, yeah. Because, well, no, there's I people mean, like you who will watch every single season. <laughs> so, the thing is, though, this is actually good for you. If you're not a fan of True Blood, this will give you an idea of what you've been missing out on. And also, you'll have some way to relate to people who now have seen it and um, and are talking about it. You'll at least have some idea. Okay. All right. Oh, God. I haven't written anything out. So do we have right. any base things to understand before we begin? Um, Let's see. Well, uh, right now, uh, Hepatitis V was introduced uh, through Tainted True Blood. So, which okay, sh- should this be part of the... F- <laughs> no, never mind. Let's just go ahead and do it. So we're going to okay. give you two minutes. I'll give you a warning at 60 seconds. Okay. And this is going to be Sarah's re- recap... Of the series finale of True Blood, starting now. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> In theory. <laughs> oh, we'll edit that out. <sighs> starting now. All right, so right now we're in a world uh, where... Hepatitis V has swept the vampire nation due to tainted true blood. So they actually put Hepatitis V in to kill the vampires. This all started from this woman, Sarah, who's the evil villain who tried to kill all the vampires. She had vampire concentration camps. She was very, very bad. Turns out that she swallowed the antidote to this to uh, Hepatitis V. And so in order for the vampires to be cured of this, all they had to do was drink her blood and then she'd be able to cure them. Uh, so they were able to take her hostage. They put her into a room. They were all curing themselves of Hepatitis V. Then Bill, who's the main vampire, his name's Vampire Bill. He's in love with Sukhastan. House. Now, Bill refuses to take any of the antidote to hepatitis V, even though he is slowly dying, because he has decided that he wants a true death, and he does not want to live like a vampire anymore. And Sookie is really upset about this, because she and Vampire Bill have had a really long and storied history together. So Sookie's like, Bill, I don't want to kill you! And he's like, that is the number one thing that you could do for me, Sookie. It is the best kindness that you would be able to do, is give me my true death. And Sookie goes back and forth. She's like, Bill, I don't know. Bill, I don't know. So anyway, uh, Bill is 
was also the father to uh, to his vampires, who is Jessica. She's super hot, and she also just refound the love of her life, Hoyt, Hoyt, who she had to glamour, which means make him forget his memories because uh, she slept with his best friend, and then he became a fang banger, and he she wanted him to forget all of that. So he went to Alaska. His mother died. He came back. They fell back in love. They get married. Bill got to be the the dad to to walk her down the aisle, you know, walk her down the aisle because he never got to do that as he's dying of V. Uh, finally, Sookie, ag- Sookie agrees that she'll go and meet Bill in the cemetery, and she's like, Bill, I don't want to do this because in order to kill him, she has to get rid of her fairy power to put it on him to kill him. And she's like, I don't want to. A fairy is my life. I still want to be a fairy. And he's like, Sookie, you said that you'd do this for me. And so she climbs into the grave, and she's like, Bill, I love you. And he's like, I love you, Sookie. And then she takes, a, she snaps his shovel in half, and she stabs him with it, and then he exploded, and then she has Bill all over him, and then it flashes forward years later, and Sookie's pregnant, and she has an actual husband, and he, everybody's happy who survived it, and it's all good, and that's it. The end. <laughs> you hit it. You hit the two minutes. Yeah. There we go. Mm. All right. Now we know what happened in the series finale of True, series finale of True Blood. Well done, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the big one, is that Sookie had to kill Bill <laughs> because he wanted her to have normal life. He wanted her to have normal life, Sookie. I have my children. I have my wife. I feel more human than I ever have. <laughs> and so he wanted to have Fang it. Like, flash. Yeah. Also, oh, and also Eric and Pam uh, got the, oh, got the recipe. Okay. I just want to say really quick, because you want to know what happened. So Eric and Pam, they both survived, and they got uh, the, the recipe for not true blood, but new blood, which is the one that was the cure for hepatitis V. And now they're like, they're filthy, stinking rich because they stole it from this uh, this Asian cowboy who initially had the idea. <laughs> You are the one who sounds absolutely insane mm. by describing this, even though I know that is what happened. All of these things are true, because I did see this episode, and you, you are correct. There was an Asian cowboy who wanted to steal the blood from... He did. They ended up killing the Asian cowboy. Yes, yes And then they, they took it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they all got to live happy little lives. <laughs> all right. Well, I got to ask you, are you upset now that True Blood is over? No, I feel relieved. Truby? I feel like I've been released... Yeah, I feel like like they, Bill, they like re- Bill released Jessica when he wouldn't take the antidote. I feel like now I can release True Blood. All right, all right. Well I done. We, I think we already did it, but uh, should we just do this? Yes. Oh, I got some stories. Hep B. Oh, hello, my friends. Oh, I'm exhausted after that. My name is Sarah Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up out of Bolton, England. To Bolton, England we go. All right, talk about being a, not a man. A man in England has been fined for wasting police time after he told his girlfriend he was kidnapped so he could stay at a party with his friends and not have to meet up with her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in a way, I can kind of understand that. I understand the, uh, the desire. Well, the unnamed man told his girlfriend uh, after she'd called him repeatedly because he wasn't coming home that uh, he was being held captive in a house in Bolton, England until he repaid uh, 50 pounds to the captor. Now, uh, the man's panicked girlfriend called the police to report the crime. So 100 bucks? Yeah, 100 basically. bucks. So she called the police to report the crime, launching a very costly manhunt <laughs> that eventually found him. So the detective who was the head of the manhunt said considerable resources and time went into finding this man who transpired to make the entire thing up so he could stay out and party. Over a dozen officers execu- uh, executed a search, knocking on doors and combing through footage of neighborhoods. Uh, the missing man was eventually found, and he was discovered at a party at 1.30 a.m. <laughs> so what time was he supposed to meet the girlfriend, I uh, It didn't say what time it started, but he, he apparently didn't want to leave the party, so he decided to tell his girlfriend that he was kidnapped 
kidnapped until he paid back 50 pounds. Until he paid back 50 pounds. So uh, the police were quite pissed <laughs> off about this. He was fined on the spot and will also have a criminal record <laughs> forever for being an idiot. Uh, the police say we feel like we've wasted enough time and resources on him already. And not only has he been fined, this matter will be recorded as a criminal conviction on his record. And he's basically an idiot. No, no, wait a minute. He didn't really... Well, I guess if he did say that to her, I suppose. It's not like he called the cops or something like that. Well, he told her and then she called the he cops. He told her that he was kidnapped. Yeah. yeah. So, All I mean, right. if somebody called me and told me that they're kidnapped and me held, like, I sure as hell would call the police. Right. Yeah. Let's see, I mean, what do you, like, yeah. what did he say? Like, don't call the police. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to get involved for 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. Seems like a rather low ransom. It does, right? Like, for 100 bucks. If you're going to go through the process, like, he should have thought this through. If somebody's actually going to kidnap someone, mm. it'd be for a Yeah, I want more the full kidnapping amount. story. Like, I want him to say, like, why he was kidnapped. There has to right. be more to the story. I saw something I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have seen. <laughs> I saw the bag of hair, much like the cucumber man. Saw something you shouldn't have seen. The cucumber man sounds like a horrible, like, horror story. The cucumber man. Watch out for the cucumber man. No, you want to know what happened to the cucumber man. Somebody shaved his head and left it in a bag outside? Mm, could be analyze the cucumbers on where they came from. Ew, don't touch those cucumbers. Well, do not you do not know where they've been. Uh, or in who they've been, oh. in whom they've been. In. Oh, I didn't think about that possibility. You All didn't right. think about that this entire time. No. No, I didn't put that together. Okay. Next up out of Jessamine County, Kentucky. A bizarre murder investigation involving a pair of underwear is currently underway at a Kentucky jail. So this is about a man named uh, Michael Jones. Now, Michael Jones was allowed to leave jail for a relative's funeral. And this is when investigators say that Michael Jones, in his time outside of jail, soaked a pair of his underwear in methadone before returning to the Jessamine County Detention Center. He then divvied up pieces of his underwear to his cellmates so they could all get high on the meth. So, so he soaked his underwear in meth? He soaked like his underwear in liquid methamphetamine when he was <laughs> out. Kind of genius. Yeah, when he was out for a relative's funeral. So he then gave pieces of his underwear to his cellmates, including one of his cellmates named Corey McQuarrie, who McQuarrie was found unresponsive in a cell and died later in the hospital after ingesting too much of the underwear methamphetamine. Too much tainted underwear. Yeah. Is it methamphetamine? Yeah. Oh, methadone. Excuse me. So methadone, methadone not methamphetamine. I'm so used what's, to methamphetamine. What's the difference? Methadone is that? Methadone's what you use. Uh, it's like heroin. Oh, that's the heroin. Th- yeah, that's the heroin. People go to the methadone clinic. Yeah, right, right. Okay. Clinic. I used to live next to one of those. It was interesting. And how desperate are you for methadone that like you're eating some dude's underwear? I don't know. It's different rules in jail. Like you yeah. don't know how you'd react. I mean, maybe that's maybe that seems to seem like a normal idea, mm-hmm. like a normal thing to do. Like, well, I, it, oh yeah. Bob, or whatever this guy's name is, you know, he's been wearing this underwear all day, but why doesn't he cut off a little chunk of it and I'll suck on that for a while? Sounds like a great idea. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the jailers Wouldn't who- you want to be careful, too, which section of the underwear you got? Yeah, you don't want, like, like, like the butt section. I mean, section. really, yeah. yeah. I, I'd, I'd want the side leg, I think, if I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. That'd be the safest zone. I wonder oh, if he charges more for that. Don't what, what I mean, if you had it. to do it, wouldn't you want to- wouldn't you want to know which section the the chunk came from? Well, jailers say that something like this is almost impossible to catch because you can do strip searches, not allowed, you know, not allow them to bring books or any other paraphernalia into the facility. However, you would not know if somebody had soaked their underwear in methadone. 
All right, this is kind of interesting. A couple of people sent this to me, and I wanted to um, see what your thoughts were on this. Okay. All right, a plane this past weekend was forced to make an unscheduled landing after two passengers were fighting over a reclining seat. Now, uh, this fight erupted on a United Airlines flight from New Jersey to Denver when one passenger used a contraption, which I want to know if you've heard of this, called a knee defender. I, I only I've seen this story in high, like like passing over yeah. the last couple of days. And I do want to know exactly what it is. So a knee defender is something that can prevent the person in front of you from reclining on their seat on an airline. So what it is, is uh, it's twenty one ninety five. You can get it online. And it's in the form of two plastic vices, which attach to the airline uh, tray tables. So when someone tries to bend back, it, it's a vice against them. They cannot move that is their bullshit. chair back. <laughs> that's, that's fucked up. That's what that was all about? Yeah, so he he put the vices on. The guy in front of him was trying to recline, and he's just like, oh, nope, don't know why. I guess the chair doesn't recline. And then the guy saw that he had the vices on there. That's fucked up. That is not right. (laughs) That is not right. That violates airplane rules. Uh, So a fight between the two passengers led to one throwing a cup of water at the other one, and the plane was forced to divert to Chicago's O'Hara Airport, where police were waiting. I, I would be pissed <laughs> if somebody did that to me. Yeah, if you're trying to lean your seat back. And Hell yeah, and I found blocked. out that's what was going on, I would throw a fit. Yeah. So uh, just so you know, if you want to buy one of these things, airlines do not allow customers to use those devices <laughs> that prevent seats from <laughs> Who, What kind of an ass? That takes a real asshole. That takes a special kind of asshole. That who invested $22 to try to fuck over somebody else in front of them. And like the person's not going to realize it. Like, wait, why is everybody else's seat reclined and mine doesn't? Huh, what's going on with this seat? It seems like you would easily discover that. So what the guy like refused to take See, it off. See, it's split here because people. Some people are saying like, "Yeah, screw you know, like if you can stop somebody from reclining." Yeah, but it. you're still. But I don't want anyone to do that to me. Right, and it's I'm not like they really, recline that far into you. I have to say, like because like when I fly, I barely recline my seat because I'm always I'm really conscious of the person behind me. Yeah. Whereas nobody in front of me has ever been conscious about me. Like, they'll just go as far back as they can. But I'm like, you know, I don't want... I want them to be able to still use their tray table. No, you can still use the tray table. Yeah. Fuck that. I lean back. Okay, now I think I'm starting to understand this. So Edward in the live chat said, I'm a tolly, so I would use that. So it's tollies who are getting mad about short people reclining. Oh. Oh. So it's more tolly oppression. That's kind of what I'm, what I'm seeing here. Tollies are so oppressed, Greg. Tollies, tollies are trying to oppress everybody else. It's true. Like, they have enough advantages in life, now they have to take away the comfort of an airplane ride. Oh. It's being pointed out that people are so surprised that you're a complete <laughs> recliner. Why not? That's your right. I'm a bear. I don't mind when the person in front of me reclines. That's their right to I, do that. I, I don't care. I just want to give the person as much... I mean, airline seats are so small anyway. I don't like to... I don't... No, I don't want to do that. You don't recline? How do you relax? I don't relax. I'm on a plane, and I'm afraid it's going to go down in fiery flames. Oh, see, so you lean back. No, I never. You re- take your shoes off. No, if I every time I try to relax on a plane, I hear a noise and then I shoot straight up and I think that that we're going down. <laughs> That's every time. I w- there I is would no not relaxing. Want to, I would not want to sit to, next to you on a plane. Like mm. any slight noise, like oh god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like that, uh, like in Bridesmaids, which is like right. I had a dream that the plane crash will say you were in it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> my god! You're that lady. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, and finally, Greg, I have a new place that you might want to move to, or at least visit, Okay, perhaps. Uh, so this is in Brazil. A Brazilian town that is entirely made up of young, extremely attractive women has made an appeal for single men. Oh, really? It is a Brazilian town, so it's Nueva 
do Cordero. Wait, what was the name of it? Nueva, Nueva do Cordero. In southeast Brazil. So this is actually, this is a, a, a city that is made up entirely of attractive women. How wh- How so? Let me tell you, it has a 600 population, a uh, 600 person population, 600 lady population that is entirely female uh, with sons <laughs> sent away at 18 and the few husbands uh, that that are there are only allowed in town on the weekends. What? So the women who live there, yes. So these are women who just choose to live in a town all by themselves. Attra- what they say, extremely attractive young women okay. who live in this town in Brazil. All right. So the young women in the town are growing increasingly frustrated at the absence of men and are making an appeal for eligible bachelors to step forward <laughs> to come and visit them in their town. Yeah, can I? Extremely attractive. I would like Brazilian to just look this up really Nelma quick. Nelma Fernandez says... Do, do Cordeiro. How do you say it? Uh, N-O- Nueva do Cordeiro. Oh, okay. All right. All right. It's in southeast Brazil. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so Nelma Fernandez, extremely attractive young single woman, says, Here are the only men we single girls meet are either married or related to us. I haven't kissed a man for a long time. We all dream of falling in love and getting married, but we like living here and don't want to have to leave the town to find a husband. <laughs> so they're the lazy-ass bitches who want you to come to them. Well, yeah, that'll work for them. Yes. Uh, so the settlement was founded by a woman by the name of Maria Lima, uh, branded an adulterer and excommunicated after fleeing her forced marriage. So she decided to create this town. Uh, other women rejected by society joined her in isolation, and the city was born. Oh, so it's a city full of harlots. Yeah. Even better, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, even if this sounds like it's an amazing Brazilian city full of uh, extremely attractive young harlots, there is a caveat. One of their rules is, if you want to come and visit them in their city, you must do what they say and live according to their rules. Like what? What are the rules? I don't know. It doesn't specify the rules. So men are only allowed in at certain points? I think that you're allowed to go and try and, and woo them. So you're allowed into their lady town to try and find your, your special this lady. This seems like a trap of some kind. They're not going to murder you. Guys. I don't know. What happened to all the other men? Uh, they were excommunicated, so the men only come in on the weekends. So, yeah, I mean, you Why? I don't know. Something's odd about this. This sounds like a true blood story in its own right. Where it's the town full of women. Right, yeah, and then they're all going to be like succubuses or something. Oh, yeah. Succubi or incubi? I don't know. I can't remember which one's Succubuses. Yeah. Succubus. Succubi. Succubi. Yeah. Yeah, there's something odd about this. Well, I just wanted to let you know, in your travels, if you wanted to go there, if you're headed to Brazil, you might want to stop in there and see if your future future bride might be there. Oh, I'd go there. there. I know you would. I know you would. That's why I told you. No, despite, even if I thought it was the worst thing possible, even though I thought it was a ring of murderous women who all wanted to kill the men that got there, I I would still take the chance. I bet you would. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, there you have it. That's your world of crazy. All right. I am melting. I'm melting. Yes, it is very warm in here. All right. Well, we've got a couple of things that we need to get to and say mm-hmm. because we have two birthdays, sir. Oh, yes. Tell two birthdays mm-hmm. that are here from listeners of Fun Employment Radio. The first birthday goes out to Dimitri. 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 It's his 30th birthday, too. Oh. Dang, Dimitri. You're getting old. Yikes. Fun oh. times are over now. <laughs> 30s fun. I think you'll you'll have a good 30. I, I have a so. feeling. I think I so. Think so happy birthday, Dimitri. Happy birthday. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Last time I saw Dimitri, I was uh, I just finished running. And it was at, uh, at the grocery store, and I got to him, and I recognized him. I'm like, hi, Dimitri. And I look like a monster. And he just, he kind of was like, oh. And he's like, oh, hi. I didn't really recognize was you. I'm like, startled yeah. by you? Yeah, because I, I mean, I, I look disgusting. Hi, I'm Dimitri. Like, I know. I was like, hi, Dimitri. <laughs> and he looked at me. He's like, oh, oh, hi. I, it took me a second. Like, and he wrote me later. He's like, sorry. I just, I, it took me a second. You were <laughs> so like, sweaty. I was so sweaty. Um, all right. The other person we need to say happy birthday to is my buddy from Independence. Oh. Independence. Is he a shit apple like you? Uh, he wasn't a bad shit apple. I mean, we weren't like. No, I'm. I'm still calling criminal. you. A, you're a current shit apple. Yeah, he was probably a little bit of a shit apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he was a kid, my uh, my uh, mom used to give me and him a ride to football practice. Oh, okay, when we were in freshman year. Yes, Plus your me. mom. Yep, yep. Uh, so I need to say happy birthday to Jeff. Nav. Happy birthday, Jeff Nav. Well, Nat Nav's nickname. Oh. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Yes, it's also Pee Wee's birthday, Greg. I just saw that. Oh. But Pee Wee doesn't need a, some music. Oh. Pee Wee's okay. I will say I did get some news that I'm not going to announce. But um, there could oh, be a the pretty awesome interview that's going to be happening in a couple of weeks. I'm hoping it goes through. Knock on wood. I'm not. Knock on wood. Are you going to say like to the caliber? Like this would be <clears> in your top ten interviews? It would be in my top five. Wow. All right. I was giving a little bit of wiggle room. Nope. It's in my top five. It's not Paul Rubens. I wouldn't. I would probably shut down physically. And it's not weird out. Emotionally, and it's not weird out. Mm-hmm. But I would say top five. But we'll leave it at that until uh, until we get 100% confirmation. All right. Um, Even when we get confirmation, I want to wait until I see the whites of hell yeah. whites of eyes. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Coming up later today on the network, The Carl Show starring Jason. Rad. We'll be live at 5.30 p.m. right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. And after that, we'll be geeking the city yeah. with... Portland TV's Stephanie Strickland. Awesome. She's rad. She is. Stephanie Strickland is awesome. She is going to be joining them. She's it's it's hilarious when she's on their show because she's like a very well put together intelligent newscaster in Portland. And then I'm not saying that Geek in the City are not. Well, you know, but it's it's a it's an it's an awesome mix. Yeah. It's an awesome mix. No, and they all get along really well and like she gets to show her inner nerd. Mhm. And it's kind of awesome. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, so that's that, tonight. Don't miss that. Yeah, that'll be live here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Just go to funemploymentradio.com slash live. You can subscribe there if you're not already. Six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Also, reminder, save the date, November 14th. That's nope. a Friday. Friday, November 14th. Details, we're going to give the uh, start giving details next week, correct? Yep. We'll start giving mm. out details, and we'll talk about uh, tickets. You know, we'll go on sale soon, and we'll get about all the details and all of that stuff. But yes, save that date, November 14th. Make your travel plans now to get to Portland for November 14th. Awesome. And stay for the whole weekend. And stay for the whole weekend. There's going to be much merriment Oh, happening. yes. There mm-hmm. could be two days of things. All right. Your livers are going to hurt. Yeah, <laughs> but it'll be worth it. So worth it. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for uh, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You guys are awesome. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. All right. And, uh, big thank you to Sean Jordan. Yep. He shows on Friday at the Hollywood Theater. All right, you guys, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye.